The Ultimate Book of the Future. That's our text to nation. I'm Fred Fishkin. A great read for kids and some of us older kids. The Ultimate Book of the Future. Incredible, ingenious, and totally real tech that will change life as we know it. It's from National Geographic Kids and author Stephanie Warren Drimmer. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. Well, Stephanie, you're a prolific and fun writer for National Geographic Kids. Other titles include Surprising Stories Behind Everyday Stuff and More Surprising Stories Behind Everyday Stuff and many more. Tell us about the inspiration for this new title. Uh, so the idea was to give kids a picture of the future that they will really live in. So not you know, some far off future that we can barely imagine, but what will the world be like in, you know, the 2050s when, uh, when kids are today are, are, are really living in the world? That was sort of the inspiration. So it's, it's uh, tech that's really happening now. Well, there's a lot in here that's going to get imaginations churning, just reading from the cover, flying cars, super smart robots and cities of tomorrow. Those are just a few of the topics, but this book is, is really wide ranging. So many topics from robots to transportation, space, uh, saving the world is another chapter. Tell us a little bit more about how you've organized this. Um, well, we've got a whole bunch of sections um, from food to uh, to robots inspired by animals. That's one of my favorite sections of the book to uh, space technology, which is a big, uh, fun, favorite topic of mine. Um, so sort of all areas are really covered. And um, one of my favorite things that we did in each chapter is talk about future fails. You know, what are things that we thought we would have by now, like Rosie the Robot from the Jetsons that we don't have? Well, tell us about some of those other things that, that, that you get into, things that didn't quite work out, because it's, it's never easy predicting the future, is it? <laughs> right. I think pretty much everything from the Jetsons that uh, we thought we might have, we don't. Um, Rosie the Robot is maybe my favorite example. Um, and then other stuff like um, things that you see in sci-fi movies like force fields, uh, warp speed, um, shrink rays. Those are examples of technology that is just not on the horizon. It doesn't mean it couldn't happen. It just means that there's really no tech that's in development for that uh, right now, unfortunately, because I would really like a robot butler to clean up after me, like Rosie the robot. Well, you can use a Roomba to get a little bit <laughs> clean. Right, right. So, that's as close as we can get. Now, you also get into medical technology here, too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, one of, I think, the most kid-friendly things is there are a lot of people developing technology that will mean that we don't have to get uh, a needle in the arm anymore to get vaccinated. Um, you know, nobody likes getting shots, especially kids. And so there's a lot of cool tech in development that would be like a little patch with microscopic needles in it that you can't even feel. Um, and, uh, you know, that's something that that kids will actually use and enjoy. And then other stuff that Maybe they won't have to use uh, like laboratory grown organs should they need an organ replacement. Um, all kinds of all kinds of medical tech. And the way you're doing this, you're giving kids a, a paragraph or maybe a few paragraphs on, on the topics that can, I guess, maybe be a launching point for their curiosity here. 
Yeah, totally. I mean, I think there, there are inventions in this book that were dreamed up by kids. There's one uh, that comes to mind that's a device for cleaning up trash from the ocean that was invented by a kid. And, you know, kids are, we, you and I, we are not going to be the ones uh, inventing the future. It's going to be kids who are reading this book and it's going to be technologies that they develop. So it would be super cool for me if a kid got inspired by this book to come up with something that is going to change their own future. Tell us what you've learned about writing for kids. This is generally what kids eight to eight to 12, yeah. eight to 12 or so. What have you learned about writing for these kids today who've never been without screens day and night since they've been born having google <laughs> available what have you learned right um you know i think that kids writing for kids is not that different from writing for adults you know i think maybe we think we have these amazing attention spans and this advanced intelligence that kids don't have but i think kids are really curious they're really smart um and i think they're able to understand really complicated technology. Um, there's a lot of stuff in this book that is, is difficult to understand, but kids are totally capable of learning hard things. And um, when it's you know really exciting technology, uh, like warp speed and force field and traveling to uh, nearby galaxies, I mean, it's, it's cool, cool stuff. And I think that uh, you know, it's something that is a lot of fun for them. Sometimes I've found that the stuff the kids are exposed to today, the sci-fi or, or whatever, they're surprised that some of these things don't exist already in the real world. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think we're all surprised by that, right? Like, it's, it's a little surprising that, you know, going back to the Rosie the Robot example, it's a little surprising that we have robots that we've landed on other planets, yet we don't have a, a robot made. And um, I think you know, kids, kids are surprised by that. They're also surprised by, um, you know, things like answering machines and uh, DVDs and things that, you know, we, we remember and kids just have no idea even existed. So I guess you're jumping right in, judging from what I'm seeing online and, and then the number of books that you, that you're involved with, you're jumping right into the next one, I, I assume already. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. This book, you know, because of how long it takes to produce and print these beautiful books, um, this book was written in 2019, and um, so I'm I'm well onto the next thing. Working on a book about whales right now. <laughs> we can look forward to that. That sounds exciting. Stephanie Warren Drimmer, thank you for taking the time with us. The book again is the ultimate book of the future. Incredible, ingenious, and totally real tech that will change life as we know it. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio, and that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers, and that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand, Without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions too. Beyond all of that, 
you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC SkyWave SSB. Click on the link at textonation.com.